You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bill's Pipes, Moto Ice Wrap, and W Wheels. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got the 16 machine of Zach Osborne. Zach, how's it going? I'm doing good. I'm here in Dallas. We had press day today, so um, I'm here early and uh, just chilling uh, at the hotel room right now, and uh, we have a, a dealer signing here in a little while. Perfect. Well, um, that's that's an encouraging thing to hear. You're, the the round just before you head into uh, a break to possibly do so, some outdoor testing, you're able to take part in uh, in press day, which is, uh, in my opinion, always a little bit of a leg up for some of the guys that are able to participate in that. Uh, what are some of the ins and outs of riding press day? Like, is there a section of the track that you guys ride, and uh, like, what what are all of your obligations that uh, you have to do, or is it just checking out the track? Uh, we only get to ride a piece of the track, but, um, yeah, I mean, it can be a leg up. For me, I, I would rather stay at home and just stay on my normal program than, than really do press day because you don't get to ride so much, and it's just another two nights in a hotel and stuff. So um, yeah. I'd prefer not to do it, but, um, yeah, it's good to ride a little bit, see the dirt, and just get acquainted with things. For sure, no. Uh, like obviously, um, this this week uh, you kind of uh, lucked out because yeah, back in California they're getting rained out at every Supercross track uh, statewide. Um, so you're able to uh, get used to uh, get used to at least a section of the track a little bit. Uh, get your knobbies into the the soil down in Dallas, which uh, if I remember from last year is brand new soil, correct? Uh, I think so. I haven't raced in Dallas since '07, so I'm not sure, but. Um, it, it seems different than what I was expecting. Perfect. So uh, this is the first time that we're heading kind of east. This is a, uh, a west coast round still, uh, but it's closer onto the east and uh, um, more ruts to develop and stuff like that. Uh, do you feel that uh, these conditions kind of play into your hands a little bit uh, rather than the, the slick tracks out west? Um, I like to think of myself as sort of well-rounded, so... Um, definitely I grew up on the East coast, so I know how to ride rough than that, but, um, either way is, is sort of fine, fine for me. Um, I feel like I just need to focus on, um, getting a win this weekend before we go to break or, or at least a podium to, um, have some extra motivation going into the break. No doubt. Make yourself uh, feel good, look good, and uh, be looking good um, going into the, the final two rounds. Of course, uh, Santa Clara and Vegas still remaining after this Dallas round. Now, you you mentioned that uh, you've got a weekly schedule that you like to stick to. Um, can you give us a, a, a rough uh, idea of exactly what that pertains to as far as uh, riding during the week and uh, how much time you like to uh, both on the bike, off the bike, and uh, you got to throw in some time for family because uh, that's something you have uh, to t- take care of as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it, it's definitely a delicate balance um, with everything. Um, a, a 
little bit with the lights bike, you can uh, hammer a little bit more throughout the season because you don't have 17 rounds. You know, there's only eight rounds and then 12 outdoors. So you can, uh, you don't have to be so delicate with it all. But um, yeah, I normally try to ride Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then um, big bike ride on Wednesday and a couple of gym sessions and that's about it. And uh, so how have those those bike rides been coming for you? Obviously, you've been uh, riding uh, for a long period of time. You're, you're a professional for, I believe, this is officially year 11? 10. 10. Okay, so this is yeah. year 10. Uh, and, uh, of course, you, you turned pro on, uh, on on a KTM. Now you're on a Husqvarna, which is similar territory, but all new motorcycle. Um, but... Uh, you've really jumped both feet in as far as the cycling and a lot of motocrosses, the entire uh, sport seems to be uh, really uh, avid about the cycling and all, all the advantages that uh, turns into on the track. But uh, how, how has you as a cyclist changed over the years? Um, I, I enjoy cycling a lot and um, I think it's just really low impact and it's, it's the easiest, best way to get the off the bike training in. I mean, um, in recent, like past couple of three or four years, I've done a little bit more mountain biking and a little bit less road biking, but I still enjoy the road bike more, um, more than the mountain bike. So just, uh, always trying to evolve and, and get better as things change. Now, last time we had you on the show, you were um, basically uh, at the tail end of a transition to uh, moving to Colorado, moving your training program to Colorado. Uh, is that still the case? You're out there, Eli, the two of you putting in miles and uh, still uh, rocking a 350 out there to, to give yourselves a, a fighting chance as far as horsepower goes. Um, and um, what, what's the training landscape like for you uh, as far as the road bike? We know that there's uh, endless um, mountain bike trails, but as far as road bikes, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure about the, the landscapes. I'm just thinking hills because here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, it's flat as board. Yeah. I'm actually not, uh, not training in Colorado anymore. I'm okay. just, um, working with a guy in California, Ryan Rao at Torque Fit. And, um, yeah, we, it's been going well. Um, we started together in the beginning of December and, um, obviously we've had some good results this season so far and, um, some disappointing ones too, but that's that's uh, the name of the game. For sure, uh, definitely. Uh, I wouldn't say an up and down season for you, but there's been a couple of uh, just um, glaring moments where uh, you, you lost some points. Obviously, they had the DNF after the crash, uh, the first first lap crash, and I believe that was Phoenix. And then uh, this, but this last weekend came back and you rode strong the entire day, fastest lap in, in I believe every uh, qualifying event. Uh, Second fastest uh, qualifying uh, as far as the um, uh, the heat races were concerned. Uh, main event though, uh, weren't able to to put it on the box. Um, what was it about the the track that um, that didn't uh, play into your favor? Uh, come gate drop for the fifteen lapper. Um, I think I just uh, I didn't get a good start at all, and then um, I struggled to make some passes and kind of got set in those guys' rhythm. You know, in in sixth or seventh and. Uh, it just kind of hurt my pace overall. I think, uh, I, you know, I missed out on a good opportunity to be on the podium. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, like you said, I've been doing this for 10 years. So um, I know how it goes. And you just have to pick yourself up and keep keep going on. Hey, this is Jake Weimer with Team Tedder Racing. And you're listening to Big MX Radio. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon 
is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. 
The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new Cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Now, uh, it, it, as at any racer, whether you're at a, a novice level or a prof- professional level, one of the things that uh, some guys struggle with is uh, riding who they're with, and that's something I'm super guilty of. If I'm in the back of the pack, I'm riding with those guys. If I'm up at the front of the pack, if I happen to get a good start, it's a very rare occasion, but if I am up there, I ride with those guys. Um, do, uh, do you fall into that category as all, at all, or do you find uh, the innate ability to uh, rip through the pack and, uh, and, and pick guys off uh, and kind of find your own pace? It depends. I'm typically pretty guilty of it, uh, not not being able to uh, break the rhythm very easy. Or if I get behind someone for a couple laps, I'll get into their rhythm. Hello? Hey, sorry about that. Um, Canadian internet, what can I tell you? Uh, it's all good. <laughs> no worries, man. Because uh, as we were saying, um, the... Uh, that that rhythm that you need to get into to uh, basically ride your own race and ultimately um, be able to pick these guys off and not not settle into the pace of uh, of the guys that honestly I feel like you should be ahead of because um, in in my my humble opinion Zach Osborne should be at the front of the, uh, this uh, race race class every single event. Yeah, I mean obviously I feel the same. Um, I've I've missed out on some good opportunities this year. Um, especially in San Diego, uh, the first round, but, um, I mean, it's, it's coming, uh, I'm not 
quitting by any means. Absolutely not. And um, spe- speaking of uh, good performances, you were able to not only capture, I believe it's uh, two podiums so far, two or three? Two. Two two, or two podiums. And the first one, you were able to celebrate with both uh, Brittany and your little one uh, down there on the podium. How cool is that uh, to celebrate that with a family? Uh, something that uh, is rather rare. It's, it's something that um, like probably something you didn't think of growing up that you'd be able to share with, uh, with your family. But definitely uh, um, uh, a special, special moment. Yeah, definitely. It's a great feeling to have them there. And um and just uh, have some pictures and memories of that for whenever she's older and, and we're older too. There you go. Um, so um, we're uh, not to take our eyes off the, the task at hand because Dallas is uh, of the essence and you've got a, uh, a dealer signing coming up that you're heading to right away. But uh, once da- the checkered flag is flown from Dallas, you'll have a break to, uh, to kind of set your sights on uh, some outdoor stuff as well as, like you said, catch up with some family stuff. So where does that balance come in? Uh, how soon do you do uh, break out the, the outdoor suspension and head out to uh, the iconic racetracks over in California to, uh, to get that bike dialed in? And um, I know you're a very talented tester. You've always prided yourself on it. I think that's uh, you're a huge asset to any team that would bring you on to be a tester rider because uh let's let's face it the ktm 85 basically is what it is because of uh zach osborne so um uh, developing that bike so so where where how do you approach uh developing that motorcycle for outdoors and uh how much time does uh does do you dedicate to uh to Brittany and the fam yeah thank you um i mean it's uh it's gonna be a fun mix here because uh, the break's so weird this year because we have santa clara like five weekends away and then four more weekends and then Vegas. So, um, it's going to be, uh, a guessing game. I guess you would say just how much time I want to put in outdoors. And then, um, and then before I get back on the supercross track, but obviously the championship, the supercross championship is sort of over for me now. So, um, we're going to focus in pretty hard on the outdoor deal and see what we can get done. I mean, uh, I think we're going to have a pretty good base when we get started. Um, just from what we did at the end of last year and, and with Jason Ace and the GP and stuff, we should have a decent game plan, but I think uh, quite a bit of time is going to be donated to the outdoor deal. No doubt. Now, uh, I knew you mentioned earlier in the show that you're a well-rounded rider, and I would agree. Uh, like You're unbelievable in the sand. Uh, East Coast tracks, West Coast track, you seem to uh, stay in the same position. Uh, other than other than being on sand, I don't think there's a place where you really, uh, like, um, your own personal talents shine above uh, your talents elsewhere. But um, as far as... Uh, what I feel that you do best at it is is outdoors. You're you're a guy who really like knows how to twist the throttle and uh, are super comfortable in those uh, those sketchy motos where the the track is rough. Uh, and I think that was uh, some stuff that was developed through years racing in uh, in, in Europe. Five years, you were uh, a professional racer over in Europe and uh, taking down podiums and even racing. I believe you raced the uh, uh, the, the the English um, uh, championship as well. Um, how did going over to Europe uh, prepare you better for, for riding uh, outdoors and being more prepared for pretty much anything that the, this world throws at you motocross-wise? I mean, uh, just diversity in tracks, it, it taught me a lot of things. Uh, you know, here most of the tracks are are typically the same, groomed the same, deep, sawdust, w- watered well there. You know, you can, you can show up to anything um, hard-packed, wet, when it's sunny, 
um, wet when it's raining. I mean, there's just all sorts of conditions, so you just have to be a little more versatile when it comes to, uh, you know, the race weekends. No doubt. So, um, of the of the uh, the amount of track that you were able to ride at Dallas, how are you feeling out there? Uh, was the section of track uh, that you were able to ride something that was fun for you, and that uh, um, ultimately uh, two days from from now, are you going to be able to uh, drop the hammer and uh, and really make something special happen? Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I mean, I felt good today uh, at the press ride, and I think um, Saturday will be even better. I I had a good feeling right off the bat the bike and everything and um i feel like yeah the, the dirt's super good um way way better than i had anticipated i said i thought it was going to be super hard packed but it's actually um quite quite soft and grippy so um that kind of plays into my hand a little bit so i think it's going to be a good weekend there you go. Well, uh, uh, if the starts aren't there, I figure uh, some come Santa Clara, you uh, you twist Dave Feeney's rubber arm and get it, let him ride that uh, that 500 of his, and uh, maybe you'll be able to uh, get to the first corner first. Oh yeah, Dave's got some weapons in the, in his garage for sure. Honestly, I got a like uh, other than a few uh, super standouts like uh, Gosler and uh, and Lars. I can't think of, of anybody that's got a, a more conditioned tech, uh, technician uh, in, in their corner than you in the 250 class. Having a guy like Dave uh, spinning the wrenches for you, huge, uh, huge benefit to your program. Yeah, definitely. Dave's a good dude, and, and he knows his stuff. I mean, uh, he's been at it probably four times longer than I have, so uh, definitely to have his knowledge and, um, and know-how is really good, uh, really good asset to my program. So last time we had you on the show, we had mentioned that, uh, of course, you're riding for Husqvarna, who is very well known for uh, developing a, a lights-out two-stroke motorcycle. And we know that you all uh, both like to ride two-strokes. You you rode a, uh, I believe it was a, a Yamaha vintage bike back in, in England as well uh, during one particular weekend. And um, But the, you, you love to ride motorcycles in general, off-road, motocross, supercross, two-stroke, four-stroke. My question is, do you have a two-stroke yet? And... Uh, and, and if you if so, how far is it along to becoming a, uh, a super fun weapon to uh, to rip up SoCal with? I wish I did. Uh, I don't. We are sort of limited on on our bike selection right now, um, with just to the four strokes. But soon enough, I, I want to get a three hundred, um, the enduro version yeah. of three hundred, and do some trail shredding because there's a lot of good trail in California that that I can ride and uh, go have fun on. Right on. Well, before I let you go, uh, one more thing is that I wanted to ask you about was uh, these dealer signings that you go to. Um, first of all, uh, as a professional racer, these it's, you're obligated to do these. Some guys uh, really enjoy them. Some guys super do not enjoy them. Uh, what's your stance on them? And uh, what is the most outlandish, unreasonable, unrealistic request someone has had of you, uh, either at the track or uh, in line at an autograph signing? I've never even had any that were were even i mean remotely out of place uh to be honest which is lucky oh, okay. <laughs> um but uh i i think they're good i think that they should be a little bit more private like maybe a little more limited to, to like 100 people or uh maybe even 50 yeah. people that way we could spend more time with each person instead of just you know sort of running them through the line and and uh Signing an autograph. You guys barely look um, up sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's just wide open signing the whole time. So um, 
for me, I wish it was a little bit more private and personal for the people, you know, just so that, um, you know, because obviously every now and then we get the guy who comes through the line like, hey, why don't you guys smile or why don't you guys act like you're enjoying it? And we're like, well, dude, you know, we're just trying to get everyone through so that no, the person... I just wrote my name line, 200 times. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but like, you know, we don't want to make anyone at the end of the line who doesn't get through because you know, we were taking too long with someone else mad. So it's just yeah. it's sort of a catch 22. No doubt. Like, uh, I think that would be a huge, like it would be a, a great thing if you guys, if uh, the team could like rent out uh, a movie theater of like, maybe what it was a movie theater hold like a hundred people yeah. and a hundred people set, spend uh, like 15 bucks and they get like, you guys already have pre-signed posters. They give you a goodie bag and they have the four of you guys sitting up at the front of the uh, studio and they let a few like fans either walk by, uh, shake your hand or even uh, open up to a a couple of questions and stuff like that. I think that would be a huge, um, like a, a better use of your time as well as more of enjoyment for the fans that are really, truly interested. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's, that's a good idea. Um, moving forward, I've kind of expressed some ideas. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of change yet because at Husky we don't do a ton because there's not uh, a huge dealer network right now, but obviously that's growing. So in the future we will. Right on, man. Well, uh, I hope that you enjoy the rest of, uh, of your evening. Uh, and, um, enjoy the weekend. I hope that you, your, your knobbies hit that soil and, uh, you're, you're hitting, um, just absolutely flying out there. I wish you the best of luck, uh, to Brittany Emery and uh, and yourself um, enjoy the time off, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again to talk on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Uh, all the best to you. Sounds great. Thank you for having me, and uh, I appreciate it. All right, take care, there, Zach. Uh, right. Always a pleasure. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.